Hello and welcome, folks, to episode 134 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the True Mr. Six. And and my name's Andy. Oh, hello. <laughs> it's Andy, a.k.a. back in the box. <laughs> yes, put it back in the box. Folks, if you could hear what he was saying to me before we hit record... <laughs> It's a dark, dark world. And it's dark it, outside. It is dark outside. It's miserable, isn't it? Utterly miserable. What's it doing down your end? It's throwing it down up here. Oh no. It's, it's not it's not it's not raining, but it's just it's just I don't like this. Well, this time of year is not too bad. It's Halloween, it's Christmas, but I don't like it when it's dark when you leave work and it's getting to that point where it's gonna be like dark at four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And it's like but grumpy. Not fun. Yeah, the clocks change, don't they, at the end of the month? Yeah. It's not that that helps in any way. No, at all. <laughs> Why bother? Hey. Still just as dark. <laughs> yeah, you say so. so. So apologies for the intro there, folks. I was still chuckling <laughs> as we came into, came into the live, live oh, recording. Yeah. Well, here we are then. Time to talk some Dice Masters once again. A few bits on the cards for you. Uh, this episode, as always, we prepared... A couple of featured segments to, you know, entertain your ear holes with. We've got we've got one big one, really. Yeah, it is kind of like that, isn't it? Although I'm sort of counting the community focus as a featured segment in its own right this time around. Yeah, I suppose how much you want to go into the minutia of the breakdown of the episode. <laughs> that means the minute detail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> It does. <laughs> oh, God. Once again, an intro with inside jokes <laughs> between me and you that the poor Lister will never understand. understand. Well, they will, they care. Yeah. Although, funnily enough, in our later segment that's already been recorded at this point, yes. there is a bit of a conversation about that Google Drive <laughs> with all the <laughs> oh, yeah, casts off and that. random stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll revisit that topic. But before we do, as always, my man, I will ask you, what have you been up to in the last two weeks since we last recorded? Losing. What did we uh, did you lose last week? No, we didn't play last week. No, we didn't play last week. And the week oh, did I win the week before? And then you got really grumpy. It felt like I did lose. I don't what did you play? Oh, I can't remember now. To the YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> that was two weeks ago. To the YouTube. Slept since then, innit? Isn't it? I played uh, something like overly. Oh, I played a Master Mold, didn't I? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Anti Monitor versus Master Mold. Yeah. My, my special little uh, proxy. Yeah. Little yeah. Paper with all the words on it. Yeah. And it didn't go down too well because it won and I just bought it. Although you put me through the ringer to get to the win, to be fair. Yeah, uh, yeah, but uh, by your by your own observation, some element of it was your familiarity with the card and the, the kind of optimal way of playing it, and you had some bad rolls, <laughs> some really bad rolls. So I thought I'd take the master mold because there's been a lot of talk over the last couple of episodes. You've had worlds and nationals and all that competitive stuff. Uh, I've never tried it, don't own it, so it's not something that's kind of sparked. Oh, I'll put that on the desk, uh, but um. I wanted to try it out. I was like, we're never going to know anything about it. Uh, and it, I think it does It does need some practice. I mean, because there's a lots of lots of options, isn't there? Because you, you, you 
poop out a token when he's fielded, you poop out one when he attacks, and you poop out one when he gets KO'd. Mm-hmm. So um, at what point do you attack? You know, do you attack and then KO it afterwards? Is that the best play? Do you, you know, quite a lot of, um, kind of options on how to do it. And, and I played it. I don't think it was the high-end competitive again, you know, that we'd have seen in Worlds and Nationals. I'm pretty sure anyone who'd, you know, in a mirror match with the same team and with a bit of practice would have wiped the floor with me. But interesting nonetheless. You didn't like it. But um, it's no. good to see how it, how it plays and what all the fuss was about. No. Um, although my issue was largely about the kind of mismatch power level of the teams. If if you'd give me a heads up, I'd have made something that would have at least been a little bit more comparatively competitive. That was the issue, because I had nothing. I had no tools in the toolbox at all. <laughs> I was just like, well, actually, to be fair, I had that anti-monitor, which is an intimidate uh, yeah. character, which doesn't work against the, the, the rate at which the Sentinel tokens get created is too fast and too many for a single intimidating character to keep up with um but yeah i had some stuff yeah i'll give you a heads up when i'm back level on games with you <laughs> oh i see <laughs> I'm, I'm oh yeah what's the score now i'm still way behind i think it was what 12 17 or something let me press the button andy you're on 13 okay and i'm on 18 there you go Anyway, yeah. complete reversal tonight. Can't yeah, you, anymore. Well, to be fair, you did better be saying uh, that tonight's team is not so strong. Yeah, I thought I'd give you the heads up. Yeah, thanks. It helps. Yeah, but I don't. You slap I don't know. on the master mold onto your team. <laughs> no, me. no. Although mine's, uh, I don't know. I can't get the measure of whether mine is tough or not. It's a bit, bit odd. I've got quite an exciting card that I'm on my team that I'm very excited about playing. Oh, well, good. Well, not actually, that's a lie. I'm not very excited about it, but I'm interested to see how it plays out. Sure. I'm not going to wet my pants or anything, but no. Uh, yeah. That's already so that's good. Cool. And the theme of tonight, which we'll go into a bit more later, uh, are teams that we'll be playing tonight that you can see on the YouTube by the time this hits the podcatchers is Dice Masters versus Cancer. Yeah, baby. It's back. It's back. Yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. We'll get into that. Sure. Uh, anything else in the last two weeks? So I've got very much into, this is not really ball gaming, but I've got into the Guardians of the Galaxy game on the PlayStation, uh, which is like a a game of not, it's like a story, like a you know, you one player yeah. going through, defeating baddies, get, beating bosses up, which I haven't played for ages. And it's fun. It's really good, actually. Really enjoyed it. So I'm very Guardians of the Galaxy pro at the moment. <laughs> Have you made a Guardians of the Galaxy team for tonight? Maybe. There's not. Um, in, in the Guardians of the Galaxy selection's a bit limited presently, isn't it, in modern? And it just. I thought that. Didn't realise yeah. that. But yeah, but you can build it up. There's, there's definitely options out there. Um, there's a few kind of, well, I don't really know the like the the story well enough to know if it's themey or not, but it looks themey. <laughs> Drax, Gamora, Rocket Raccoon. There's I know, a group. I know the Guardians of the Galaxy, but yeah, I'm thinking the of the, what what there's cards of. I'm trying to anticipate what I'm maybe there's facing. A riot, there's there's a random Iron Man Guardians of the Galaxy, which I don't really understand. Well, he was a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy in the comic books for a period of time. 
now I understand. Yeah. It's not, not any more complicated than that. <laughs> that Kitty Pride. Kitty Pride was a guardian of the galaxy. She's an X Man woman person. Well, well, she took to the stars and became a guardian of the galaxy for a while. I don't know if there's a guardian's version of her in the game of Dice Masters. I don't think there is. It's Lady Hellbender, a character in the comics. What? Lady, mate, don't say what. Like some of the things that you've said that they're called, like Mister Condiment and Condiment Man. Yeah, if Lady Hellbender, mm. Hellraiser, Hell, Hell Hellfire, no. Hellfire. What? No, she's a character in the game. I wondered if she was like comic book one or just made up. Lady Hellbender. I don't know who she, that could be. She collects beasts. Right. Well, that's either. Well, one or two things is happening right now. Either it's a character I'm unfamiliar with, which could possibly be the case, because Guardians is not something I've read widely over the years, or you're misquoting the name shockingly, <laughs> or some combination of the two. Lady Hellbender. I'm, I'm on Google now. Galaxy. Guardians of Galaxy wiki. Lady Hellbender is the tertiary antagonist of Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, where Colonel Rebeast's crown herself as the Monster Queen. She's a monster collector. Oh, is she? Was she created specifically for the game? Looks like she might have been. Ah. Oh, no, she first appeared in Totally Awesome Hulk 2015. Oh. Well, there you go. Character I'm not familiar with, that one. Cool. I'll just school you on this comic book lore. Don't you worry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Get me up to speed, my man. I got your back that you were about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's what I've been doing with my spare time. Uh, is um, yeah, a bit of PlayStation, a bit of sofa slouching. <laughs> that covers me. Fair play. Uh, well, obviously, I had the game with you two weeks ago, but last week you've been getting some games in left, right, and centre, haven't you? Yeah, I had a couple of games with uh, our man on the ground, our North American correspondent, Andy America. Got a couple of games in. So that was good fun. Was it good? Was that high competitive action? No, well, no. Uh, in America. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, he's certainly of a very high pedigree, as we well know from his performance at the Memphis World Championship weekend. However, at Andy's specific request, he said, can we make teams that do not use <laughs> cards that featured in the World Championship? So, oh. yeah. So we built a couple of teams using some sort of B-grade win conditions. So and that was quite, good. Quite casual. Yeah, pretty chill. It was it was nice. Yeah. Andy played a team using the Spider-Man that gets... The one with Overcrush that gets a discount when you got... Uh, as you accrue more characters in the field. I've forgotten the subtitle off the top of my head. That's from Infinity Gauntlet in one of the games. And then in the other game... Oh, he got a Thanos. He got a big Thanos out. Oh, nice! He played like a like a Black Order list, yeah, which was good fun. Um, And then I had a little bit of a tinker around with the uncommon Barry Allen Hot Pursuit. What does he do? (laughs) So uh, when he attacks, if you've got a Super Friends character out, you can stop an opposing character from blocking. So just a little bit, little bit of janky kind of stuff going on there. 
so that was fun. And then uh, Wally West. I went for like a Flash kind of theme thing. And then the Wally West, which again is the Uncommon as well, although I've forgotten the subtitle. And the Wally West, when he gets blocked, he can choose to do his damage to another character instead of the one that blocked him. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like a so, Ric Flair, but not as good. Uh, no, but then cheaper in cost. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea was really just to win by creating difficult decisions and you know putting Andy in a space where you can't block with that because I'm you know I'm preventing you with my Barry but if you do block my Wally West with that I'll probably not kill that I'll kill that instead <laughs> kind of thing you know what I mean um and then messing around a bit with Starro and yeah just just janky cards and then the second team I played was um a stun token team Ugh. yeah Stun Token team, which centered around the Bizarro uh, that does the when fielded, and the Harley Quinn that does stun tokens when she's KO'd in combat. Uh, I wanted to try out Arctic Breath, the basic action, but then it turned out that somebody at the World Championship event had played Arctic Breath on their team. Wow. Yeah. In fact, when I got onto it, so uh, again, we'll get into it in a minute, but I've been focusing very much on the top eight teams from Worlds because of our format we've chosen for Dice Masters versus Cancer. Stay tuned, we'll talk about that in a minute. But Andy sort of said, well, can we just generally knock all World Championship cards on the head? And so I started banging my way through the teams. Mm. And some cards that I didn't imagine were in Worlds were like Arctic Breath. It was all a bit surprising. Is it <laughs> probably like, for what? the pump label, maybe? No, well, uh, I believe... I'm on, uh, I'm of the belief that the Arctic Breath was being used to stun their own characters so that they couldn't be force attacked. Ooh, that is janky. I like it. Yeah. That's 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 my, the impression that I have from hearing people talk around and about and um from Stun stunning sort of like Wonder Woman or Lelandra or <clears throat> Exactly. Yeah. In fact, I think it was Wonder Woman that was the sort of intended target on the, if I remember the team list. It was Ian, EMP. Uh, so shout out to EMP for his janky Arctic breath manoeuvre. Yeah, clever. I like that. Yeah. But I do want to, uh, I will revisit the team, the Arctic breath team sometime, because I want to try out, there's a Shazam that can't have stun tokens put on him. Right. And there's a booster gold that removes stun tokens when he's fielded. So I'm thinking about putting Arctic breath on. And protecting yourself with them. Yeah, so if, if you were to buy them out from underneath me, I'd be like, all right. <laughs> and? <laughs> yeah, can't do nothing to be Shazam with them, can you? You know, something like that. I don't know. So I'll rebuild it, but I had to uh, change up the team a little bit. But the Spider-Man, the one that gets discounted when there's cards in the field, I'll bring it up actually on the team builder, the one that... Uh, our man, Mr. May, was using against me. Spider-Man responsibility. It's the uncommon. Overcrush. Spider-Man costs one less to purchase for each of your unique active character dice. So because his win condition in that match was that Spider-Man, the discount mitigated the impact of the stun tokens. Like he had enough spending money eventually because he was buying Spider-Mans for one. Wow. Yeah. So even though I was stunning his Spider-Mans, kind of didn't matter because... Just got another one. Yeah. <laughs> well, he just paid to remove the stun token, basically. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. 
So, but good games, good, good, you know, just ch- cheesy kitchen table style fun. Uh, Andy's obviously great company. So that's always a pleasure to hang out with him. Uh, we had a laugh, good giggle. Rec- I recorded and posted the videos as well to share for posterity. Cool. So check give- those out at youtube.com forward slash the ministry of dice. That's the one. That's the one. Yep. If uh, if you don't watch any other videos, at least give our man uh, Andy America. Yeah, we've, we've got to give the North American correspondent a little, a bit of screen time, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. Speaking of said Andy, mm. what's going on this episode? Right. Well, so first things first, we've alluded to it already. We're going to jump into a community focus. It's going to be a little bit of a longer one than usual because we are today kind of formally announcing out to the world the dice masters versus cancer 2022 online event so we'll make sure you get all the deets the team building format bit of conversation around the you know the decisions we made around the format the achievements some hints around the prizes the intended target for fundraising all that good stuff so stick around to get that and then speaking of andy america it's his long overdue turn to come and join us on the podcast and have a run at the ministry of dice's the bar Odd choice for his bar. Yeah, he kind of, although, well, you know, listen to find out, but it was, yeah, definitely gave me the old uh, plumber's in the teeth response when he messaged me saying what his, <laughs> what his, what his choice was. Yeah, uh, but Andy has come to join us to share uh, his f- first-hand reflections. No, hang on. These would be the second-hand reflections. The first-hand reflections would be the recordings that he made on the day. These are the second-hand... No, because he was there. He was there. Anyway. His first-hand reflections. Well, yeah. The reflection isn't... It's like a... The reflection is yeah. the bit that makes it after the fact. Yes. Yeah, we'll go with that. His first-hand reflections on his experience at the Memphis World Weekend, as well as all sorts of random stuff. This, that one, this one goes down some cul-de-sacs, folks, so prepare yourselves for some... Classic Ministry of Dice rambly chat on this one. But in addition to finding out about worlds, we hope to educate you about crumpet etiquette. <laughs> what's, Lime what's, marmalade. <laughs> what's in our secret Google Drive? All that good stuff. So stick around for that. Uh, and that's quite a long one because uh, obviously Andy is our North American correspondent. So uh, we chill with him for quite a while. That should bring us to the end of the episode. Yeah. Good yeah. one in the bag. Already yeah. done. More or less, yeah. So, <laughs> shall we crack on and talk a little bit Dice Masters versus Cancer, my man? Let's do it. Let's do it. This is London calling. Here is the news. And here we are then, folks. That's right. This is the news. And it's big news. Big, big news. I know we've had worlds and all that and US Nationals and all that. <laughs> and uh, and they're kind of prestigious, I suppose. Ish. You know, yeah, it's fine, whatever. Congratulations, everyone who won things and da-da-da-da-da. But the real event of the year is here. The epic, momentous Dice Masters tournament that you should all be coming along to is taking place on November the 19th. That's right. Dice Masters versus Cancer is back. It's the 2022 edition, and we are this year once again doing it online. Online. <laughs> 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 I 
I even I even pause to give you an opportunity to do like something exciting or energetic, and you just repeated the word online. 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 That's the big take home from today, folks. That is going to be online. Ice <laughs> online. It's a brand new, innovative way to raise ice masters. Online. 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 I feel like we should do a trailer like those. Um, you know, you know like those American. Uh, like monster truck event trailers <laughs> where they have the echo on the dice masters on- dice masters dice masters online online <laughs> <laughs> that's it yeah we'll do it for the next episode right well do you want to try try again with a with the woo or something woo. that's right we're coming back playing dice masters versus cancer 2022 edition online woo online the- oh my days right well if you are new around these parts just to kind of bring you up to speed so every year we hold a charity fundraiser called dice masters versus cancer and dni the ministry of dice were involved in in a gaming charity collective here in the united kingdom called gaming versus cancer Uh, and we obviously are the caretakers in recent years of the the dice masters aspect of that for the last few years with pandemic lockdowns and all that malarkey uh, there's obviously not been a great deal going on in that space but we have continued to fly the flag and raise money every year through the dice masters community uh, for cancer research uk that's the end destination of the money that is raised yeah it is yeah it is yeah yeah we uh because let's call it out for what it is cancer mate you have to beat that uh well i will but i think the sentiment is appropriate <laughs> i feel like i'm allowed that one this time especially when i do the editing <laughs> I, mean, fair. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah it's fair i'm not saying it you're not gonna say it i, I felt like you were good i was ready to but <laughs> children listen to this well, that's true, yeah, which and, is why I'll read most kids will be listening to this. They, they will. To listen to their dad. Yeah, Finley will be there listening. Uh, Man Alfie will be there. Yeah, but they get it. They understand. They understand that this one, this is worthy of an F-bomb. So, yeah, we raise money for Cancer Research UK every year through the Dice Masters versus Cancer. And uh, we did it online during the lockdown years, and it was such a resounding success because we were able to obviously shake down our international Dice Masters friends, as well as those of us here in the UK who used to go to the face-to-face convention, uh, Gaming versus Cancer, that we were like, yeah, we're just going to do it. We're just going to go ahead this year and do another virtual version um, to, you know, milk you for all the charitable donations that we can. Too That's right. the plan. Yeah. I don't even have to put on my trousers. <laughs> no, absolutely. <laughs> so the the centre part of all this fundraising activity will be the online tournament, the virtual tournament, which is taking place on Saturday, the nineteenth of November. So this is an online constructed event uh, that will be kicking off at six pm UK time on the nineteenth. So you know, get your international time zone clocks out and figure that out. And also bear in mind that our time, our clocks change by the hour on the thirtieth of October. So be mindful of that as well, folks. If you are in any doubt, go to the BritRoller6.com blog where we've we where Chris has <laughs> <laughs> is detailed out the start time for you wherever you are in the world. Ish. Yeah, I've done my best to get it right. Although uh, I better double check that because somebody mentioned to me last year that 
<laughs> you got it wrong. I got it wrong, yeah. Okay. But there you well. go. I've tried to correct it, but you know how these things go with me. Uh, so yeah, that's it. And the intention is to raise as much money as we can. We were just over £800 last year, not including Patriot Games contribution, but that's just the funds raised directly through the community. So I've set the target for 800 again this year, but we'd like to try and exceed what we managed to achieve last year, of course. So let's let's go for 900 Let's go for a grand. So it's a ticketed event is the long and the short of it entry to the tournament will be 10 pound uk uh, or whatever that is in the kind of uh, currency exchange equivalent uh, information is on the britroller6.com website as to where to go to buy a ticket and get yourself registered for the event etc etc and um, so please do visit that page if you just go to britroller6.com you can't miss it big orange button in the top right hand corner of the screen that says dice masters versus cancer 2022 so hit that head in there you'll find links out to the ticket web thing the payment portal yeah the payment screen thing um and you'll also find details where to go to get yourself registered to take part in the tournament if you need any advice and guidance about coming on discord which is the kind of location that we use to organize these online events etc etc that's all there so that's all practical stuff i'm going to leave you good folks i'm going to put some faith in your reading ability although there's always two or three that come out come out the woodwork every year Saying, uh, what do I do about this? And like, is that see that first sentence there? <laughs> Let's talk about uh the format then. So the team building format is modern constructed, but with a ban list. We are banning all the cards that we used in the top eight world championship teams in Memphis a couple of weeks ago. What? Yes, what? That's right. Why You're... are we doing that? That's um, crazy. I don't know. Why are we doing that? Why don't, why don't you explain to the audience why we've done that? I don't know. I wasn't listening. True story. Well, it's our belief that there are good win conditions and good team builds that didn't really or haven't got a space in which to be a little bit more competitive in. Yes, that's the reason. <laughs> that is the reason. <laughs> Are you sure? Sixty <laughs> <40. Yeah. laughs> forty. But with the with the dominance, the clear dominance that Masterbold has had on the competitive meta and then to a, a lesser degree, a significantly lesser degree, but still kind of there on the outskirts, your rare Barry Allen and your super rare Thor. Uh, and a couple of others that sort of snuck in on the list, actually. I noticed, like, the Super Rare Jubilee. There's kind of a layer there that's good quality, has a bit of a competitive tone, but not so smash-your-face tone, you know, not so overwhelmingly dominant, Yeah. that I just feel like could have some table time, could have a bit of room to breathe if you took Master Mold off the table, um, and a few of the Master Mold enablers as well, which I think is an important part of the story here, like the Mr. Sinister Global for example, in the Dark Phoenix Global. He's gone. All, all three Dark Phoenixes are gone. Yeah, yeah, you weren't too happy about that, were you? Damn you. Yeah. National players choosing different versions. <laughs> yeah, why couldn't you all have played the same one and then there would have still been one free for us to use at this event, honestly? <laughs> what are you messing at? <laughs> but, yeah, that's the idea, is that, well, I mean, I don't know, like, Mary Shazam, Rare Batman... Doctor Fate with the storm, the you know the unblockable when fielded storm, living the dream, 
Brotherhood of Evil Mutant teams. You know. Yeah. That's just some stuff that immediately springs to mind. Stuff that, yeah, just hasn't been played competitively. Yeah. Overcrushing when fielded Psylocke. You know, stuff like that. Just giving it a bit of room, a bit of space to get in the mix, get involved. Super rare Harley Quinn. You know, there's, there's, I'm thinking, this, I'm just sat here thinking of stuff going, oh, that could be a team. That could be a team. Colossus. So, but without, table. Uh, yeah, there you go. Colossus. Brilliant choice. Yeah. Ooh, Colossus. Ooh, Colossus. Ooh. Don't forget one the spin up, per- though. Yeah, yeah. One of my personal faves, that Colossus, oh. as we all well know. Pants. What? Stupid list. Stupid I'm list. I only need five minutes before we record our game tonight. Uh, because you've got something on your team that's on the ban list. Yep. Yeah, okay. All Oops, right, fair me. enough. <laughs> uh, if I was a betting man, I'd say it's one of the Wolverine prep globals. Um, no, you know, that we talked about the intro, so Guardians of the Galaxy team. Uh, Drax. has got to go. Yeah, you've got Drax the Pacifist on there. Yeah, because he's well, Drax. There's other Drax. Funny enough, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I can pick another Drax. <laughs> um, if he stands still, he can't be seen. <laughs> it won't go over his head, though, because he'll just catch it. His reactions are too fast. <laughs> oh, that's annoying. It's like the one good card on this team. Um, anyway, back to gaming versus... No, yeah. Dice Masters versus Dice Cancer. Masters versus Cancer. Yeah, that's right. So uh, so if you're, te- if you're team building, then uh, you need to obviously be mindful of that ban list. It's actually not that big a ban list, considering that there are it's eight not. teams worth of cards. Which five I suppose basic actions. only five yeah. basic actions between the eight teams. Yeah, yeah, which I think is well, there's some commentary on that alone, I suppose, that could be Yeah. That's that could be that's a telling <laughs> that's a telling tellingly short list for a world's championship event yeah. for the top eight teams, isn't it? What it does mean though, in terms of team building uh, we'll dive into this obviously in the coming episodes leading up to the event what it does mean though is that some of the uh, globals for example is the thing that immediately springs to mind globals that you would rely upon to be the engine of a team are out in the mix so as you've said you know, all, all three of the Dark Phoenixes are gone Mr. Sinister's gone the Wolverine prep globals are gone the Robin with the free fielding global the Jimmy Olsen or, well, one of the Jimmy Olsons with the free fielding global. Expect to see lots of rare Robins and super rare Jimmies, the ones that are still legal. The Black Dwarf, the sidekick fixer, you know, uh, sidekick makers like the Collector. So some of the globals that you sort of heavily rely upon to be the engine of your team. So They're not there no more. Yeah, they're not there. Although there are plenty of alternatives. Yeah. But, not using them. Uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, but that, that's the nature of the challenge, the nature of the team building challenge. But yeah, it's our our desire to get some of the the higher end competitive stuff that doesn't have room to breathe in the way that the current meta is to have a bit of a space to play around in. So yeah, get your colossuses out, get your overcrushing gladiators out. Try and make a living the dream Magneto team. All that jazz. Yeah, some overcrushing Orions. Let's see some. Let's see some direct damage. Let's see some Colossus and some Batmans in the mix and what have you. Gladiator, you know. that's a pain in the arse that was, wasn't it? Yeah, that was. Yeah, you enjoyed that match. 
Yeah. It will be a prized event, though. It will be a prized event. We have had numerous and varied prize sponsorship donations from a number of organisations and friends and such like that we're involved in. We're not ready to go fully public with those. Again, if you've been around these parts for a long time, you'll know I don't like to say things until they're in my hands, until they've arrived in the post. (laughs) I like to physically have it with me before I start advertising too heavily. However, uh, there are some elements of the prizing that I think you'll find very, very exciting. The usual kind of top quality selection of goodies from the Ministry of Dice. Yeah, you'd expect you nothing less, of course. Expect. If you're not sure, go back to previous posts. You'll see some of it. It's probably going to be better than Nationals and Worlds. No comment. Uh, in order to in order to win the prizes, though, to keep it kind of fair and even, we are doing a raffle ticket system. Again, we've we've approached it this way for years, um, where participation will earn you an entry into the prize raffle. Winning matches will earn you tickets into the prize raffle. If you stick it out for the whole duration and don't drop. And there's also some team-building achievements just to make teams a bit random and fun. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is, absolutely, yeah. Um, Although, as always, people have already started mathsing out how to maximise their raffle ticket earning potential right Uh, out the gate. Ugh. (laughs) Well, I don't mind that, really. That's uh, all part and parcel of the game. Although I was... Yeah, I was quite sad, actually, because what it did remind me of was that last year, when it came to mathsing out the kind of maximum raffle ticket potential, the guy who cracked the code, was, it was Ronathan. Uh, yeah, he was the one who figured out, you know, the the super team that was going to win the most raffle tickets. So that, that gave me a little, a little sink in the heart for a moment. Um, but yeah, go take a look at that list. It's all just daft stuff. Basically, you, when you read it, you'll see what I'm what I'm going for because it, it drives towards theme <laughs> a lot. Make theme teams is what it's driving you towards to some degree or another. Although there is one fun one here that was a suggestion from Jordo. Actually, he suggested this one. Uh, the achievement's called Fourth Wall Break Inside a Fourth Wall Break. That's like 16 walls. Uh, and the achievement description is play a team used in an MOD gameplay video. But to qualify for your raffle tickets, you've also got to go to the video and comment on it and say, I'm playing Chris Stroke Andy's team for Dice Masters versus Cancer 2022. I like that. Yeah, thought that was and fun. And then like the video and watch it from start to finish. Oh, well, yeah, absolutely, of course, because then you'll have to see how to play it to its uh, most optimal way of being played. I'd be curious to see those that do do that, how many pick an Andy team and how many pick a Chris team. Oh. Don't do that. Also, Don't do what? Like, well, it's like a competition again. Um, it's well, it's a tournament. Well, it depends <laughs> on if the teams have um, got any uh, banned cards in it. Have we played any games without banned cards? I mean, I've got Lilandrin in pretty much every game I've played since. We've yeah, played that's modern. true. Yeah, you'd be hard pressed to find a team without a Wolverine or whatever. Yeah, although there's no Wonder Woman on your list. No, Wonder Woman isn't on the list. She wasn't in any other top eight teams. She was present at Worlds, but not in the top eight lists. That surprises me. That is surprising. I heard Wonder Woman. She, she was part of the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? What else do we normally talk about with Dice Masters versus Cancer? If you're unable to attend but you do want to contribute, you can use the uh, the, the ticket system is designed that you can go in and buy a ticket, but you can also 
so if you want to donate more over and above if you're playing but you want to donate more over and above your ticket entry you can do you can you know increase how much you put in or if you just want to go in and um, add to the pot just to contribute to the to the dice masters community you know, fundraising effort then you can do as well it's all run off the same system i've moved it to just one single system this year rather than fanning about with gofundme over there and challenge over here and bloody paypal over there you yes. know what i mean yeah but chris i'd like to play but i've never played online before how do i start well, again, if you head over to BritRoll6.com and jump into the event page, you will find a little bit further towards the bottom of the page some links to some guides, the ModCrib's guide to playing Dice Masters Online that will talk you through equipment, etiquette, how to play, what kind of software you need to be familiar with, where to go, what websites you need to sign up for, and all that good stuff as well, including video tutorials. Nice. Well, you know, we got you. We got you back. It's got examples of how other people have done it as well, haven't we? Absolutely, yeah. There's uh, loads of great stuff in the ModCribs Ultimate Guide to Playing Online. Um, so, yes, that's the uh, information is available there. Or if you head on over to Discord, if you join the uh, Dice Masters Online Discord, there's a, a, a server channel in there, which is called Dice Masters vs. Cancer 2022. Just hop in, ask questions if you need advice, guidance, whatever. In fact, in that Dice Masters Online Discord, you can go to the the uh, Looking for Game channel and just fire a note in there and say, is anyone around to help me just test a setup or whatever? There's loads of folks who are always super helpful, super ready and willing to get you up and running. So don't hesitate to uh, to reach out. No, everyone loves loves a game. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, Absolutely. And then finally, as the weeks go on, as the uh, main event approaches, uh, this is obviously the central event, the main fundraising piece of activity, but keep your eyes and ears open for other fun things that may just crop up out the woodwork from the Ministry of Dice through the course of October and into November um, to, you know, crowbar more money at you. Yeah, prize that money out of your wallet. Absolutely, yeah. And to be entirely clear... 100% of the money raised, so the entire ticket price um, or any additional donations that are made, uh, any donations that are made to take part in some of the other silly stuff that we do in the next couple of weeks, all goes into the pot. Any administrative costs, etc., etc., being soaked up by me and Andy, as well as the organisations that have chipped in to sponsor and help the event. Yep. The strippers were expensive, but you know. But they're, they are a necessary part of the administration process. They are. Very important. And, you know, the fight against cancer deserves it. Mm. Although I did hear, mate, just to let you know, I got an email. I don't think Raul's available this year for you. Oh. Well. You just have to live with that disappointment. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. I think that's everything. With regards to Dice Masters versus Cancer. So for now. For now, absolutely, yeah. So keep your eyes peeled for the pricing announcements um, as we do little spotlights on the sponsors and what they've provided. Um, keep your eyes peeled for additional games, quizzes, streams, etc., etc., um, that you can get involved in to raise further money towards the Dice Masters versus Cancer cause. And free yourself up. Cancel your plans, have a chat with your significant other and come and join us for some online play on Saturday the 19th of November. We'll see you there. 
Absolutely right. Shall we uh, wrap that up there then and get into our chat with Andy America? America. Yes, do it. Okay. <laughs> Online. <laughs> yes, well, welcome back, folks. And once again, because we are so generous and we are so giving here at the Ministry of Dice, we have another treat for you because today we are joined by an honoured guest. Folks, we have the Ministry of Dice's very own esteemed North American correspondent. Everybody give a warm welcome to Andy May. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Welcome, Andy. Yeah, another, uh, we were saying to Rob a couple of weeks back, and I'll say the same to you, another long overdue appearance, although listeners will have heard your voice numerous times before today. Yeah, I feel like a regular guest in a way. Absolutely, and do some sterling work for us in the last couple of kind of big North American event type things. This year alone, we've had the World Championship Weekend and Gen Con that you covered for us, and we're very, very grateful. You're doing an excellent job there, sir. Well, thank you. Have you sorted your paperwork out? For my uh, my I-9 and everything to make sure you you pay me in full. (laughs) That's right, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, have you got that? Have you got it all filled out? Yeah, I couldn't figure out what the equivalent was in the UK, though, so I might need some help when we're done here. Uh, uh, Andy will sort that out. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm HR. (laughs) 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 But there we go. Uh, But that's all boring stuff. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty. So, yes, Andy May is with us, our North American correspondent, and um, you recovered now, I was about to say, fresh off your experience at the WizKids World Championship weekend, but it's now a couple of weeks ago, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, It was tough to come back that first day. Uh, I flew in somewhat late on the Sunday night, uh, kind of put the kids to bed and then went to bed myself. So that Monday was a tough day, but started to recover over the course of the week. Uh, took a few days and then, then back in action. So... Yeah, I find we've talked about this before. Me and Andy England here that the post-event buzz seems to just uh, like a, a, a guillotine comes down on it, and the real world starts again, doesn't it? I find that hard. Yeah, and coming off, I was glad that I did something fun on Sunday. For so for the popper tournament, I know we messaged that I was just playing some weenie spam because I didn't want to go with. I just I couldn't be competitive again. I didn't feel up to it. And <laughs> it, it, what's funny is my team was a lot like Petrus's team. And so I was like, huh, I guess I was on the right track. I just <laughs> just couldn't uh, couldn't imagine pulling myself together like that. I was going to go for the anti-monitor Poison Ivy Batman Global kind of uh, combo mm. team, but with feedback to add some extra damage. Sure. Feedback is a surprisingly inexpensive action so you can kind of park that anti-monitor and then play the you know when you're ready to get the feedback now it's when you attack with anti-monitor now they have to ko a bunch of their things and they take a damage for everything they ko in addition to the anti-monitor damage and hopefully something else along the way it's yeah yeah that's uh, that's the one feedback's the one with that shaky artwork that you don't like andy oh, is it? You know, yeah with the weird the weird wobbly superman yeah, it kind of has that sort of 50s Superman cartoon look about it. Mm. Yeah. He seems a bit oddly disproportioned, yes. we were discussing. <laughs> uh, and a bit too angular. 
Yeah. yeah. Crap. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but not but nonetheless the the key point here is that you were going for something a bit more uh, f- a bit more filthy casual a bit more wombo combo to sort of take <laughs> to bring yourself out of yep. that mindset because what what we should just remind listeners in case they're not aware is that uh, Andy America here Ministry of Dice's North American correspondent was US national championship finalist on the Friday was top eight cut in the World Championship on the Saturday and then managed to tie his third round in the pauper on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) And and just so everybody's aware, that was a straight-up tie, too. It was 15-15 when time was called. So not not just a game that ended because of time. We legit tied. Quite an experience. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's the kind of fun. That's the kind of fun that Wombo Combo feedback teams can give you is a 15-15 tie at time. <laughs> well, so to, to reiterate, I did not play that that feedback anti-monitor nastiness. I played big entrance oh. and a whole bunch of two costs that nice. uh, that I could just burn into the field. So I had investigation to keep my bag a little bit clearer and just kind of, it was, if stuff rolls, I'm going to overwhelm somebody. And it happened a couple of times. So picked up a couple of wins, had a, had a whole bunch of fun and uh, Good. enjoyed my Sunday on the way out. Cause the, fr- well, you guys know this from past tournament successes as well those first three or four games are pretty fun and then it becomes work at some point yeah (laughs) the switch flips and so by by the time i you know just barely got past arge in top four i was done for the day i was so tired I was so tired of playing. It's like, this isn't fun anymore. But but Dana made it fun. Dana and I had a really good time playing each other, honestly. He's, uh, he's a good guy and a strong opponent. And he rolled Villainous Pact more times than I did. And it was, it was fun to play against someone who we both knew what we needed to do to win. And so it was nice that he was very open and we chatted because we had such similar teams. Yeah. Chatted about, did you find it better when you went first? Did you find it better? Right. Or was second the key? And, (laughs) you know, and we were, we were really open with each other about like, I've had more success going second because my bag is better. And I can guarantee that master mold is there for my third turn. Well, my opponent is maybe going to get their, their big gun on turn three, but maybe not. And so it uh, puts me in maybe not, I'm maybe not the first to get my big gun, but I'm guaranteed I'm going to get it. Otherwise, I'm loading six or seven dice into my bag on my third turn to draw out hopefully what I want. And, yeah. And that's just one of the things. But we talked a lot about, like, what have you been doing for, for buy order? And what do you find? <laughs> when are you reaching for that Deken? So it was really fun to play somebody who was like, yeah, we both get it. We can talk about this together. Yeah. Dana. I love Dana. He's a solid guy. Hi, Dana. Mm-hmm. I know I know he'll be listed. You're a ledge mate. You're a, you're a king among, uh, amongst men. True um, yeah. Well, I particularly, I, I think I may have even, I can't remember sometimes what I say on, on record or not say on record, but in the last episode, I think I mentioned one of the things I particularly enjoyed about the section of audio that you captured with Dana fresh off that, that finals, the two of you together was the, the, the banter, the warmth, you know, the throwing the jokes around like Minnesota sports back and yes. forth and things. <laughs> 
it, it just told me a little bit of something about the tone and the atmosphere of that finals between the two of you. But I agree, circling back around to your original point, I find it very difficult to get in the zone. I know, Andy, you find it a lot easier than me to get yourself into kind of the zone when it comes to competitive play. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, it's more it, it, now. Not when we first started doing it, but you just get yourself there, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, think I don't you, know if I do. I think you have to. Um, I just don't find it as enjoyable to not have that table banter. So I have a lot more fun when I can chat up my opponent and you know not try to interrupt them or or screw up their flow. But you know, as they're drawing dice, just seeing what's going on, you know, having a good chat, finding out more about them. I, it's it makes the game more relaxing. And yeah. I find that I do better. And again, I don't want to get in anybody's head with it. And so I even told Dana a couple of times, it's like, you can, you can tell me to be quiet and I will, I promise. But, but, but if you're okay with it, uh, I will keep talking. I'm a talker. So. <laughs> and yeah, you know, we, we finished up that game. We went right out. Uh, we talked for a few minutes about the match and what we might see to combat our teams the next day, because, Going back to, we were running pretty similar teams and we were running the only two Dickens on the day as well. And so it was fun to have that talk about how many mutations do you think we're going to see tomorrow and how many more people are going to bring Deken that didn't bring it yeah. today because they didn't know what a strong piece it could really be. So just having an opponent that you can sit down with and say, we did pretty well. How, how do you think we're going to be able to keep it up? And, and be able to talk about it and strategize as, you know, a couple of people who both of us want to win, but mm. both of us are fine to let the other one in on the secrets, I guess. You know, we both wanted to see success for each other because we had such a good time playing. Yeah. And it's the nature of the game, of course, as well, isn't it? There's no secret information, is there, in Dice Busters? So uh, I think... The, the nature of the game spills then into the player interaction in that respect, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Well, I'm glad you brought Deken up because I, I think there were a few people who were kind of a little bit onto him in the sense of this could work and the the WizKids World Championship weekend was very much the testing ground of his of, of the capabilities of that card. Um, and while Master Mold, I suppose, is the flashy card of the weekend that's caught people's eye, it could be argued that Deken was actually really the the hero of the weekend. Yeah, I mean, with Deken, I was able to to win games. It was, I can put him out there, I can just park him in my used pile. So, and, it, and it's easy to do. It was one of the, Russ Love was the one who made me go back and take a better look at it when we recorded at Gen Con. And he was, you know, it was all Deken all the time. Well, he was <laughs> for, <laughs> yes. for a few minutes there. So after he brought it up, I went back and I was like, okay, it could be pretty good, but it doesn't work against Thor all that well because I still take as much damage as my opponent wants on my own turn while they're Mr. Sinistering and things like that. So, you know, I kind of passed it by. And then Charlie Cates and I played to, uh, each other online several times leading up to Nat's Worlds and... He just kept beating me with Barry <laughs> Allen. And so I went over and uh, a few nights before I left, I play tested with Troy Miller and Troy was like, okay, let's go through this. And, you know, I'm going to run this team and run this team. And I was beating everything with master mold. And then he brought out the Barry Allen 
and he made he made an uh, outstanding point. Uh, he was like, "You're not really losing to the Barry Allen. You're losing because they have Starro and they're stealing your sidekicks. So how are you going to stop that?" And then he said, "You know, Deken's not such a crazy idea." Yeah, that's when I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to go home. I'm going to give that a shot." And so that's what I started practicing with at home. Um, sadly, I also I came down with something the day after I played, <laughs> played with Troy. And so Charlie and I were supposed to play a few more times online that Sunday night and I was falling asleep on my couch. So I, I feel bad. I didn't try to keep a secret from Charlie, but I ended up keeping that secret from Charlie. So I did. He went, he went to Disney world on Monday and spent the week there, but I did send him a picture of my team and I was like, Hey, this oh. is what I'm going to do. I swapped in that to Ken. Let's see how it goes. So, so he was aware. It was just not as early as I would have liked to let him know. I'm sure he would have rather have stayed at home and waited until he could get an, an hour in with you to play some Dice Masters. I think you know that what I mean? Was, yeah, that was his number one priority. Disney World yeah. being close second. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Although I'm glad you brought Charlie up because he's, I know uh, I was living vicariously through you. Um, I was getting your, your text message updates live on the day as things were happening, but also we were talking quite a bit in the lead up. Uh, and you did mention that to me that Charlie had a, a solid team. He was uh, beating your Master Mold team. He teched up for Master Mold. And then you mentioned something. Uh, I think uh, there was a, a, sh- a short amount of conversation on the subject in the coverage when you were talking to Charlie on the day that he teched up to play Master Mold and then basically didn't face any Master Molds all day long. He he did not. I played nothing but Master Mold, but he walked in with... So he walked in that morning. We met a little bit early to get a game in to see how his team was so that he could get some feedback. And Craig actually sat down with us too and just kind of... It's really fun playtesting when you know there's nothing on the line. And so mm. <laughs> sitting down with him, it was like, well, we were kind of working together to decide what was the best play at what time. And... So he sat down with his team and Craig had a couple of ideas and he, you know, he beat my master mold with his Thor control, uh, burn team. And he was like, yeah, I think it's pretty good. So then he went into the event (laughs) expecting, I'm going to see master molds all over the place. And then he faced exactly zero master molds. And (laughs) I I think he would have, uh, I think he would have taken some wins and had he, had his first round matchup not been against Jocelyn's Thor control burn team. Uh, I think he probably would have beaten a master mold team. And then, you know, who knows once you get that win and pick up because everybody want to know goes against everybody want to know. And a lot of master mold teams went one and oh, so yes, we moved up and, and Charlie moved down and he played another kind of off the wall off meta team that he wasn't expecting and that one got him too. And I think that doomed him from seeing master mold for the rest of the day. Yeah. And it just goes to show how differently it could have gone. This is something that Arjun Luke can talk about a lot over at rolling thunder, isn't it about just how important the matchup is at play at that level there, you know, that, mm-hmm. so if, if Charlie had faced a master mold, managed to knock one out because he teched up against it and he was ready and prepared and done his practice against master molds, then that would have shifted, you know, the sands, of where the master molds that did eventually go through to the top eight would have been sitting, wouldn't it? So yeah, Absolutely. I, li- I like that little kind of flight of fancy idea of how might it look differently. And the fact that there was someone there who had a team that on the is proven to be a master mold team, <laughs> which I think is something that 
at this moment in time, now that we've seen so much Master Mold. I mean, it's Master Mold Mania, isn't it? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> it's all it's all Master Mold the Ken teams, left, right and centre, with villainous packs and whatnot. Um, but there's actually a team out there that we know is proven from the US national finalist perspective, he's like, no, there's a team that I can't beat <laughs> that yeah. I was just that I just haven't faced. So props to you, Charlie. And please do get in touch and tell us a little bit about your team. I'd love to hear about it. Yeah, and the other thing I should mention is that night after Worlds, uh, Charlie said something about you're gonna you're gonna head back to your room and get grab an online game with your master mold team. Or something like that. And I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to play Master Mold again. And Jimmy said, you know, you guys, you guys might be done with Master Mold, but I'm not. As sort of a sly hint about what's to come. I, I think we're going to see more, um, more pieces that will stop that sort of a team once we see Secret Wars. Um, mm. that, that twinkle in Jimmy's eye let me know that something's coming. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. We need... Um, well, I've spoken about it ad nauseum now. Really, the uh, the cheap control pieces are missing. That's that's what the problem is. We need we need a, a Constantine equivalent back in our lives oh my. to yeah. re- to redress the balance um, because your your control pieces, your good quality control pieces, are costing as much as your uh, as your win condition combat pieces. So, given the choice. Uh, I get the impression, in any case, at Worlds and at US Nats, given the choice between buying your Wonder Woman or your Master Mold, 10 times out of 10, the player is going to buy the Master Mold once they've wrapped up, ramped up to their six. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah you go um, for the win. You don't go to stop the other person from winning, right? You want to win. So. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and Andy... Uh, Andy England here. You're, you said well, last week, you know, when it's one and done, and you've paid money to go and travel, you're not going to faff about trying to get your lander in the field. You're just going for it, aren't you? <laughs> you yeah, know, you, you, there's less risks you want to take. You want to take what, um, you know, it might not, you know, a risk might be the difference between you winning and losing, but you might not take that because, you know, you just paid God knows however much for travel and accommodation. You want to you know, go in with, with someone a bit safe. So it'd be interesting when there's online events that come around where, you know, people haven't invested as much, whether they'll be a little bit more risky in what they take and, you know, see what works and what doesn't work against uh, the the proven top-tier meta of the moment. Yeah, yeah. But with distraction, we know distraction is coming down the pipeline, which is going to mitigate force attack removal. So just some lower-cost control entering the story well, that will shift everything again. I'm, well, I'm convinced of it. With distraction, even the Wonder Woman is an incredibly strong piece as long as the opponent can't get her off the field. It's just too easy to get her off the field. Or, you know, the option to keep her on the field is the True, be- true Believer Global. So you're looking at holding on to two masks, which is surprisingly different than one when you're trying to set up a full team. Yeah, suddenly you're using all your energy just to keep one character on the field and you're mm. not going to win it anyway. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I found that when uh, Andy played Master Mold against me last week, that I mean, we filled 40 minutes, but it was 40 minutes of me just desperately trying to get characters out <laughs> to, to fill my field to block Sentinel tokens. And eventually those characters just don't re-roll, do they? So I wasn't really doing anything in terms of my own endgame to try and win the game. I was just surviving. Yeah. 
yeah, it can be very overwhelming very quickly. Yeah, yeah. You said it reminded me again, like PTSD flashbacks to the Bard days, where I'd make teams that were that I knew couldn't win, but were intentionally designed to make a, a Bard player have to do a full forty-five minutes with me. <laughs> just, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Just just to be obtuse and contrary about it. Anyway. Go O and O with five draws in the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've I've done I've done WKOs like that, mate. <laughs> I've done it with a song in my heart and a smile on my face, <laughs> just stubbornly going, "I am not playing a bad team." Anyway, uh, right, Andy, mate, we've got a very important issue that we have to take care of. Uh, that I feel like Andy England needs to weigh in. Hello, because we've had a conversation recently that was I don't know. It, uh, it, it was a little bit concerning to me, but I don't know if maybe this is personal preference. <laughs> Lime marmalade on crumpets. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I I don't know if anybody over there puts marmalade on crumpets, but I've always enjoyed marmalade on my crumpets. And I do get legit crumpets. It's, it, the American bastardized version is the English muffin, which is not the same. So for anybody eating English muffins, it's time to stop. Uh, but I find the orange marmalade to be just a bit too sweet for my crumpet. I like the citrusy flavor of the lime. You hear that, Andy? <laughs> I honestly don't know what to say. I, yeah, I was I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, I think there are people who do. Uh, my kids will put a bit of jam, maybe. A sweet crumpet yeah. is, is a thing. But yeah, the true traditional heart of of crumpet consumption is just a lot of butter yeah half a block of butter yeah a <laughs> crumpet yeah that's uh, that's that's the true authentic way uh, on the english should, mo- we shouldn't discount things without trying so i'll try it that way i like it come join me <laughs> we'll be on the subject together. <laughs> the Andes, yeah. <laughs> the sweet crumpet team. We'll set you up a win team. You can be a clan on win sweet crumpets. <laughs> I think that's a nice I think that's a nice day for you, pair, actually. The sweet crumpets. It's better than the the name you gave yourself uh, for the podcast today, the uh, the self-titled third leg of the Ministry of Dice. <laughs> yeah. I told you I'd get it in. Um swinging on, around. <laughs> just swinging around. <laughs> Uh, oh dear on the subject of English muffins though so yeah English muffins are actually a thing in their own right there is an English muffin a traditional English muffin I always thought it was something that we did and uh, (laughs) and mimicked the crumpet poorly so Uh, and up here in north North. we've got oven bottom muffins and all ah yeah yeah if there's one (laughs) if there's one thing we know is how to make you know pauper food <laughs> do you know what i'm saying oh, old school pauper food that northerners have been making since uh since the dawn of time just a bit of flour and water isn't it absolutely my man <laughs> absolutely yeah coal shavings for taste <laughs> yeah, a little bit of sawdust for <laughs> some texture. <laughs> you laugh. That's what uh, in the in the mills. Going back to the mills round here because I'm in the it, yeah round to round the mills. Uh, they used to put saw, sawdust in the bread and the gruel that they uh, that they fed the kids. Gruel. Yeah, that's, uh, true, that's true story. 
that's a big part of the reason for the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration in the U.S. too, is people were putting all sorts of who knows what in the food that they were distributing. And part of it was sawdust and other nasty bits in the bread. Yeah. 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 That was yeah. just corn syrup, isn't it? <laughs> we do use just corn, corn syrup over just here. Just corn yeah. syrup in everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why our constitution is no good and we've all got allergies and ill all the time because we don't get the good stuff like your sawdust and your coal shavings <laughs> to give you a, to build up the old constitution you know, you know what, what I mean puts, puts hair on your chest right absolutely it's... give it make us hardier <laughs> <laughs> many a fine northern woman with a big hairy chest walking down the streets <laughs> you need something to keep you warm at night up here it's cold yeah. <laughs> Anyway, right. Well, I'm glad we bottomed out the crumpet thing anyway. So <laughs> half a block of butter. We'll expect your reports imminently. <laughs> I, I, will, uh, I will make an extra buttery crumpet just for you yeah. guys. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm per, Personal preference, this is not um, – uh, this is just where I like – I like my crumpets quite crispy. I like mm-hmm. I like a, a, it nicely toasted across the top. So there's a slight bit of crisp, so that when you do put the butter on, it sort of soaks through and really seeps into the into the crumpety texture. I like mine crispy on the edges, but I want that doughy center. So, you like the doughy yep. center? I do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to question that because I believe that is a space of personal preference with your crumpet that, <laughs> that, sh- that should be permitted, uh, unlike lime marmalade. The doughy center is a personal preference, but lime marmalade is just right out. <laughs> That's just yeah, just just a, just no, just now a you've no. Gone too far. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Charlie will be on to me next week. He'll be like, "Who is this fellow you had on your podcast going on about lime marmalade on his crumpet? Capital crime! You'll set foot in the country and they'll arrest you." <laughs> Anyway, Dice Masters. Um, so it sounded like the Memphis World's Weekend was just a, a proper rollicking good time. Uh, there was uh, the uh, all the audio that you captured for us. And I, I listened with interest to all the audio that was captured by Jocelyn over at Double Dublin Dice and by Arjun Lucan over at Rolling Thunder. And everybody just sounded like they were having a really tremendous time, which is great. It's a really good environment, really. I mean, the game attracts people who aren't aren't competitive in that way right they're not <laughs> none of us are there to uh to throw a chair if we lose by any means you know, we're, not, we're not getting that angry i've been uh we're not magic the gathering players no <laughs> or hero clicks i've seen some uh i've seen some fascinating situations at the hero clicks oh, really? tables too with judges so yeah where uh hmm. you know players i would presume should know the rulings but yeah, there was uh, there was a guy who used to judge at Origins who was just outstanding. And there's a story I brought up with a bunch of people where somebody was like three inches from his face, just laying into him about the ruling. And this guy just didn't back down. He didn't move. He looked completely uninterested, in fact. And when the player was through yelling at him, he was just like, no, that's the ruling. And then he, <laughs> and he just left. That's, just, like, that's the rule. That's the kind of judge you need. Yep. That guy who can who can take it and just be like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just and, switch. And push your plastic superheroes around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just switch it. Switch off that bit because, yeah, we're here to have fun. Absolutely. Yeah. I didn't know Heroclix got a little heated sometimes. It's a bigger game, though, isn't it? I suppose maybe if the Dice Masters player base was a bit larger, maybe we'd get more. 
Yeah, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's that that we just you know we don't have enough people to really bring in the the third legs or whether we've got, <laughs> uh, maybe the pricing isn't significant enough for people to take it that seriously. You know, not that the pricing is bad. If Jimmy's listening, the pricing was outstanding. I I I got a lot of great pricing, but uh, it's not <laughs> like Hero Clicks where you're you're getting thousands of dollars of stuff. Yeah, like it's. That cash value yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah and uh, you know magic the gathering of course does literally put on cash prizes yeah you know cold hard cash prizes so yeah yeah i think world championship for magic um is pretty much just go ahead and take a year off is what it amounts yeah. to yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i read an article actually about um i'll have to dig it out because it's quite interesting but about the highest earning gamers you know, as as uh, it was, it was like an esport. It was about esports, and is esports now starting to reach the heady heights of you know traditional sports? And uh, there was so you had like uh, you know Call of Duty, top player in Call of Duty, top player in League of Legends, all these video games. But the I think the twentieth person on the list was a Magic the Gathering person, just out <laughs> randomly at the bottom of the list. There, I was like, oh, look at that. <laughs> Anyway, I, I digress. Um, but yeah, the atmosphere sounded awesome. Everyone seemed like they were having a tremendous time. Um, just so I, had, I was so like, oh, I wish I had some money to fly. But why have I got no money? You know, I was just like proper sulky all weekend <laughs> while it was going on. So one of the interesting conversations with Jimmy, I know that I didn't do the Jimmy interview this time. Uh, he was going to be talking to, I knew he was going to be talking to Arch and I thought he was going to talk to Jocelyn as well. And so, sorry about that guys. But when I, I just approached him on the first day and said, if you have anything that you want to share, I will absolutely come and, you know, we'll set up some time. But he was so busy with hero clicks this time because there were more hero clicks players and they needed all hands on deck for hero clicks. And so I knew that he was going to be super busy from start to to end. So what ended up happening was that Saturday night, um, he and I and Rob and Jocelyn and Charlie grabbed uh, some dinner and a beer. And there were a couple things that he was asking us as players, like, how did you feel about the event? How do you feel about the venue? Do you like having nationals and worlds on back-to-back days? And so some of the things that were brought up was, you know, it would be nice if it rotated out of Memphis, um, maybe to somewhere else, or if it even rotated every year, right? It was in a new place mm. where more players could get the experience of it because some of us are going to travel to it regardless, right? Because we can figure it out and we have forgiving spouses. Um, but you know, <laughs> There's there are more play groups out there like the Mississippi guys who they wouldn't come to Worlds if they couldn't drive to it in a reasonable amount of time. I mean they're thirty minutes away, it's more than reasonable. Yeah. But there are play groups like that out there that aren't experiencing it, that are probably listening to the podcasts and you know, Jonesing for that experience. So that would be fun. Uh the other suggestion was do we have to have Nats and Worlds back to back? Or can that go back to a, there's a nationals tournament and there's a world's tournament the way we had it for a couple of years. 
Yeah. So I think that's on the radar. Jimmy did mention that next year's WizKids convention schedule is going to look very different than this year's because this year's was Gen Con and nothing else. But they have some really cool looking board games actually coming up. And so he thought that was the other thing. Yeah, yeah. That was the other thing. Oh, to talk about the board games? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the thing that he mentioned was the the WizKids convention schedule next year is going to be more events and definitely not fewer events. So I think we'll see them at more cons. And my hope is Origins again. But yeah, they're going to be promoing a number of Marvel games, including... Marvel Remix, which just came out, which is Fantasy Realm. Yeah, Marvel I saw Realms. that. Yeah. There's also going to be, uh, I think it's Rock, Paper, Heroes. So it's going to be Rock, Paper, Wizard, but with mm. superheroes. There's a damage control game that looks like a ton of fun. And then there's one more board game that's looks like more of a heavy Euro worker placement sort of thing. And it's the expensive one of the bunch as well. That was like a $70 uh, MSRP where the others were more in the, what I think of as affordable range for board games. I don't buy a lot mm. of dollars board games. So yeah, no, no, me either. We'll have to check out that, um, hero realms or uh, that hero version of fantasy realms, Andy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it looks like fun. And yeah, that one I, I know is on, it's on like mini market and Amazon already. So I'm, I'm not sure when you'll see it in the UK. Yeah, it'll be around it. Zatu Games is like our big, you know, bulk seller. They'll probably have it. Yeah, interesting. But that was the other thing because we were to, we were talking before we started recording, folks. Andy had sent me a note saying, "Oh, here's a few things we could talk about," and that was the other thing because we had mentioned Andy England and I on the last episode. I wondered if there was much going on in terms of the other board games at Memphis, the other WizKids games. No. <laughs> it was it was hero clicks it was dice masters the pop-up shop that you mentioned was all mm. hero clicks figures right and uh there's a there's a vendor here in the u.s called troll and toad and so they were there oh, selling sure. hero clicks collectibles as well right right yeah okay so yeah there wasn't like a fantasy realms tournament taking place or a kibble scuff battle or something no, <laughs> <laughs> happening in the corner somewhere no, <laughs> kung, kung no. fu zoo wars <laughs> they they definitely treat it more for the competitive tournament games and then mm. they do reveal the board games right but what we sure. what really happened at the fan event was the hero clicks guy got up and the room was very quiet and everybody was watching all the new hero clicks figures and all the reveals and cheering when they saw things that were I guess, cool. And then as soon as Jimmy got up to talk through Dice Masters and all the other board games, the chatter started and I couldn't, I couldn't hear a word that Jimmy said through the whole Oh, really? Yeah. It was kind yeah. of a bummer. That's, I mean, that's, I guess if you're into hero clicks, that might be all the money you have. Quite honestly, it's an expensive game. So that maybe for sure, maybe why, but yeah, for sure. They've got that partnership with Marvel and they're, they're looking to do a lot more. You know what did surprise me? What surprised you, Andy? <laughs> well, thanks for asking. There was, uh, <laughs> this was the first time I've been at a big WizKids event where there was no attack wing. And that was always kind of the, the Dice Masters players used to talk about, hey, we're always going to have support. I mean, look, there's you know the same seven people show up to play attack wing at every big event. 
And WizKids is still supporting that with prizing and, you know, has tables mm. and origins for it. And this time there was no attack wing going on. It was just Ice Masters and Hero Clicks. So, right. Oh dear. Well yeah. my heart goes out to the attack wing crowd. All yeah. Seven All seven of them, yeah. That was <laughs> we're here f- we're here for you folks. If you want to learn how to play Dice Masters, just give us a shout. <laughs> 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 maybe they migrated over to the there's like a D&D variant now isn't there um, with the I, dragons yeah maybe yeah. yeah 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 I get the WizKids emails I'm sure many listeners do as well you know the mailer the little promotional mailer that they put out once a month or whatever and there's always dragon things <laughs> <laughs> but I don't I, I just scroll through in the hope that there'll be some Dice Masters related news in the, in the email, and when there isn't, I hit delete. I'm sorry, folks. Sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> well, keep an eye on those because there will be some of those fun Marvel games that are coming yeah. Up. Hopefully, they're great. Cool. They look neat. Yeah, and I'm a, awesome. I'm a a doofus for Marvel, so I'll probably go pick up most, if not all, of them. There you go. Well, we'll we'll we we'll sit and wait for your uh, reviews and thoughts on those. Absolutely, yeah. Um, well, uh, thanks for sharing some thoughts about worlds. Uh, wh- one thing I did want to mention to you, Andy, while you were with us, uh, obviously North American correspondent, but I know you've you've kind of been with us, followed us, and um, we've been in conversation for a number of years now. Uh, is there anything that you want to talk about? <laughs> Just in general, generically, now is your moment. You're, you're, you've got the hot mic ready to to speak. Anything you'd like to address? Any comments from the six years nearly of podcasting we've been doing <laughs> that you'd like to like us to elaborate on? This is your moment. Fire away. Um, you know, it's something Amazing. that you and I talked about a little bit yesterday, Chris, while we were uh, playing our games, was just how much the quality has improved. And how much care you've taken. It's really impressive. So keep up the, work. Oh. the good work, guys. It's It's been fun to to listen to a couple guys who seem to go in with no plan and no agenda and just banter about <laughs> the game for, you know, for 40 minutes in the beginning to uh, what feels like, not that it's scripted, but it feels like you've got a plan of attack when you go into each episode now. You know a few topics that you want to hit. You know, you know what you want to talk about and you're you're ready and it shows the preparation is there so you know thanks <laughs> thanks solid and thanks. improving it's it's, uh, <laughs> it's all it's all done it's all in the edit mate it's all after okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i think that'd be fair to say andy wouldn't it <laughs> yeah, so yeah. There's, there's, there's no planning we used to plan more at the start <laughs> it's true it's true yeah it's true, oh. yeah. We used to be like, right, what are we talking about this week? Get it all lined up. There, there are literally times where we'll, we'll, we'll meet up. We have our standing mandate to do recording. We'll meet up and be like, what are we, what are we talking about today? <laughs> yeah, so with COVID. Yeah, that was that was rough through the COVID times because there was obviously no new releases, no, uh, so there was no spoilers or announcements or events or anything going on, you know, to uh, to focus our attention on. That was that was hard. There Just, were some, yeah, there were some lean episodes in there. <laughs> yeah, let's but, do forty five minutes on Dice Towers Dice this Tower. week. No. <laughs> no, and then you have people going to love that Dice Tower segment. <laughs> do you know what? How? Why? 
<laughs> so while me and Andy were playing last night, Andy England, uh, while me and Andy America were playing, mate, he <laughs> he brought up the Crystal Twister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, Chris, you'll never guess what? I was in a shop and they had a Crystal Twister on the counter. <laughs> yeah. Oh my my son was enamored with the crystal twister and I had to I had to coax him away from it and just be like, nah, nah. Let me tell you, I know somebody who has one of these and uh, the reviews are not solid. <laughs> no, no. The crystal twister is somewhat like me. It it looks good, sounds good, but it's actually all very knackered inside. <laughs> Falls apart at an instant. <laughs> Oh dear! Joking aside, though, thank you, Andy. I appreciate that. Yeah, we do. When I think yeah. back to when I, uh, occasionally I'll listen to an earlier episode, um, you know, like we say, oh, maybe we should do that segment again, or we'll, yeah, we'll go back into the archive anyway. To what did we say about this last time? Refresh memory. I was listening to an old Dice Masters versus Cancer episode uh, just recently because we're obviously getting prepped for Dice Masters Cancer mm-hmm. coming up. Uh, that's the Saturday the 19th of November, folks. Dice Masters versus Cancer, online fundraiser organised by the Ministry of Dice. We're raising money for Cancer Research UK. Information on BritRoller6.com coming soon. Get involved. Well Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, help us. Uh, we want to try and beat last year's total. Uh, but I was listening to an old Dice Masters versus Cancer episode for obvious reasons. And when I hear the audio quality and the, <laughs> you know, the editing and how clunky it is and stuff compared, I think, yeah, we have come a long way. Mm-hmm. We have come a long way. But uh, it's, it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember using those shaky old headsets six years ago. Jesus. Veto, loads more stuff <laughs> that I used to stay. I used to veto more stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did uh, use my editorial privilege on more than one occasion. <laughs> the, honestly, the stuff I've got on that Google Drive, yeah, some of the conversations we have had <laughs> that yeah. never saw the light of day. Oh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Oh, that was that that was both hilarious and horrifying at the same at time. The same time. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing, but also a little bit fearful for my life. <laughs> It was wrong on so many levels. <laughs> we, those are the, yeah. Those are the you things you, uh, you release to the big donors, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what we need to do. Yeah, you, you've said that before, haven't you, Andy? Let's, we should start a Patreon and say, right, if you pay up, we'll, we'll give you access to all the dark, twisted... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of the some of the jokes we go riffing off on a on a on a dark tangent, and it it goes to some places, yeah. Which for us, I suppose, is or for a British listener, might not seem quite so. I don't know because of that uh, more sort of sarcastic, blackly comic kind of British humour doesn't seem quite as harsh but i can imagine for an audience outside of our shores they'd be like whoa you can't say that it's like no we know that that's why we kept hit it here in this google drive (laughs) (laughs) might depend on how much pbs people watch that's uh a lot of the british comedies are what comes on at around 10 o'clock here and uh in play late so old bbc comics i remember watching the entire series of chef with lenny henry and (laughs) right uh, father ted (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Father Ted's a little bit more, um, uh, a little bit more in that kind of dry, slightly more edgy stuff. Yep, are, yep. are you familiar with our stand-ups? I think our stand-up comedians. I, I know you guys think you've got edgy stand-up comedians over there, but the your Jimmy, the Jimmy Cars and 
Frankie Boyles of the world are just, just I, no filter, no fear. I've seen Jimmy Carr, but only on TV, on network yeah. TV, like when he did Conan O'Brien. So that was, uh, <laughs> I'm going to guess he took the edge off quite a bit for that. Yeah, probably, because he, he will, you know, no, honestly, fearless, fearless. Uh, um, uh, like your Bill Burrs and your Dave Chappelle's, absolutely, they they go places, but not like our guys over here. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway, right. Well, that's all. Uh, this, uh, this was all fun and lovely and fine and dandy and everything, Andy, but uh, we actually have a serious matter at hand to take care of. We have indeed. And you're representing. Yeah. So do not fail us. I'm a- <laughs> Yeah. Because well- that... I let you know going into this. I'm either going to be a, I'm either going to be a hero or a goat on this one. I think I, I think I bit off more than I could chew, but let's find out. The, the greatest of all time? Uh, no, no, an actual goat. <laughs> an actual goat. Yeah, that's yeah. the. Uh, when you get up there and there's, uh, I guess you don't have the. This would be a baseball metaphor, but when you're up there and you're you're down one run with the guy on second and third and uh and there's two outs in the bottom of the ninth and you 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 know you're either going to be the hero or you're going to be the goat so it's you're right. going to be the reason the, the game is won or lost is the the analogy that's um that's that's the uh that's when you have that massive game of rounders isn't it rounders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically Early, lots yeah, of people come faster. to watch yeah, yeah. It's the cricket with the funny bat. Yeah. <laughs> Disney, Disney plays cricket. That it? <laughs> That's it, yeah. Uh, but in any case, folks, we suggested to Andy that if he's joining us, he might want to take a run at the Ministry of Dice's The Bar. So I'm going to hand over to Andy England now, our quiz master. He's been in his Q branch, whittling away, preparing uh, a bar for Andy May and the America to have a crack at. So over to you, Andy. Thank you very much. Okay, so Ministry of Dice is the bar. It is two minutes of quick fire questions on your specialist subject. Chris is going to chime in at a minute, 30 seconds and 10 seconds, and he is going to take down the score with a pencil and pen. <clears throat> All right. Anything exciting on your pencil and um, paper? No, uh, well, I'm, uh, it's a Spider-Man notebook. Nice. I like it. Uh, yes, it is. It's a nice one. It's quite well bound and it's fancy. Uh, and it's uh, I've got my posh pen, actually. My, my posh work pen. My silver, my sterling silver one today. So you, you're getting treated very special, Mr. May. All right. It's a Parker. Uh, it's a cross. Quill with ink. <laughs> Sorry? Is it a quill with ink? <laughs> no, it's not a quill with ink. It's, it's just a fancy, fancy biro, basically. <laughs> so just a really posh biro. Very nice. Okay, so the specialist subject that Mr. May has chosen is basic action cards. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's a set of cards throughout the eight years of uh, the release mm-hmm. of the game. Uh, so uh, I, I have – well, let's see how it goes. Um, good luck. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I, uh, when I opened the action binder to take a look, I was like, uh-oh. I've, uh, <laughs> well, we'll yeah, I don't think we've had anyone we've just basic like just straight up basic actions before yeah. since no. the beginning of time yeah yeah 
Yeah, the people tend to niche down a bit more in an effort to set themselves up for success. Uh, Andy May here, folks, is like, nah, just just pick one card type. Let's go for basic action. Yeah, I'm I'm far too stupid to narrow it down. Let's... <laughs> US National Championship finalist. There we go. If you, uh, I'll give you a question. Uh, if you give me the correct answer, I'll say correct to go on to the next one. If you give me the wrong answer, I will give you the right answer and we'll continue on. If you have got the option to pass, where we'll go directly on to the next question. So if you wanted to save a bit of time, you could do it that way. All right. Um, so. Right. All right. Ready when you are. Yeah. Okay. So uh, three, two, one, go. Which basic basic action card is a reprint of Polymorph? Mutation. Correct. What two sets has Mutation been in? The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles set and Dark Phoenix. Correct. What is the purchase cost of Big Entrance? Three. Correct. What energy is needed for the Anger Issues Pump Global? Fist. Correct. There has been three one-cost basic actions. Momentum, pizza, and what? Improvised weapon? Correct. There's Oof. also been two six-cost basic actions. End of days is one. What is the other? Hypervelocity? No, it's Hellfire Gala. Uh, what right. is the title <laughs> of the basic action card in the Yu-Gi-Oh set which is banned? Swords of Revealing Light. Correct. Which two-cost basic action from the Age of Ultron set gives a target overcrush? Hulk out. One minute! Correct. The global on static field is well used. However, the ability is not. On static field, what does the ability do to a character die? <laughs> oh, isn't it all attacking character dice deal one damage? That or is correct. Okay. What well. does too big to fly do to a character die with five attack or greater? KOs it. Correct. Insect Plague has a popular global. You pay a mask, so a target, what is unblockable? Sidekick. 30 seconds. Correct. Villainous Pact is a basic action that has been reprinted a number of times. What is the purchase cost of Villainous Pact? Four. Correct. Cowabunga is a four-cost basic action die from the TMNT set. What two things does it give a character die if there's only one in the field zone? Pass. Dimension Door is a classic basic action from Ten, Battle for Ron and nine, Superman Wonder Woman set. Eight, what does it seven, do to a tar- character die? It makes it unblockable. Correct. Cloud Kill is another classic basic action card. What set is it from? Time! Do I get to answer this one too? Yeah, yeah. I'll repeat it for you. So Cloud, Ki- Cloud Kill <laughs> is another classic basic action card. What set was it a part of? Fair and Under Siege. Correct. Wow! Yeah, he threw you a, f- a few softballs there. Like, uh, what? Uh, what's the purchase cost of Villainous Patch? You know that integral yeah. card for your yeah. US <laughs> national champion <laughs> team. <laughs> <laughs> there was one pass in there though. Uh, what? The Cowabunga. Cowabunga is plus I four attack and overcrush. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't have got that. Wouldn't have got that. Well, I mean, I think that I think you have represented. I think that was a pretty impressive run. Um, let's do some maths. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. <laughs> Woo! What did Rob get? Uh, he got nine, I think. Nine. 
Is that is it just been Rob and Andy this year? Did, have we had anyone else this year do the bar? I don't think so. It's been a while. I, I yeah. was very excited when I heard Rob was doing the bar because it's uh, it's uh, it's been missed. <laughs> well, we're, we're running out of people. <laughs> 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 at a certain point we we've will have uh, got you know t- in terms of the 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 niche central hardcore like content creating clique we'll have pretty much covered everybody <laughs> do you know what I, mean? I, don't think there's, I don't think there's many people left who, who uh, i mean we even started diving into x content creators like rj retro to, <laughs> to fit it in <laughs> if you would like to be on the bar then uh there's a donate page on the britrollersix.com blog uh <laughs> <laughs> we can be bribed uh and um yeah send us an email see what we can do maybe maybe we should put it up as a prize at um dice Busters versus cancer one of the raffle prizes oh that'd be cool think people would be interested in that oh absolutely I'm yeah someone really dull I, I can make anybody sound interesting. It's true. Hey, yeah, I record with you every two weeks. <laughs> I beat you to it. Uh. <laughs> now you can beat it. <laughs> it's worth it, face. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Well, <laughs> that, that part will be edited out, right? So my kids can listen. Uh, well, I'll, I'll just, I, I tend to put the censored beep on. Although I did notice, I don't know if anyone, nobody messaged me, so I don't think anybody clocked it, but I did miss one uh, a couple of episodes back. Oh. And I was in the. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah, I can't. I think it was. Uh, I think it was only a little, a little less bomb. Right at the start, oh. wasn't it? it was yeah. Right at the start, wasn't it? Yeah. But where where it was particularly noticeable, I think, was that I'd sent I'd sent a bleeped out some later ones. So I was obviously <laughs> I, I was obviously on the job. I just missed missed that one. I wanna for whatever reason, you know, sometimes. Uh, and I don't I tend to don't I tend to don't censor out the kind of Britishy ones, like when we drop a bollocks in there. Because I don't I've know. Noticed. Is that really yeah. yeah. No. No, doesn't, the bollock. doesn't no. matter over here. Yeah. Yeah. What about no, I think, I don't know. Do I bleep that one? I don't know. We've got Andy here. <laughs> you need a definition? Is that? <laughs> no, no, I know what that means. How, how offensive is it in the... Uh, oh, not a bit. Yeah, no. 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 We can we can away to our heart's content. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> we still have... Let's not, let's not forget, like, Finley over here and uh, Alfie, the, Mike's lad and stuff. We still got to oh. be... Right. You know we'll what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well done, Andy Ray, on your score Thanks. of 13 on the Ministry of Dices of the Bar. Excellent effort. Excellent effort. Thank you. Well, <laughs> that uh, brings us to the end of this segment. Um... Uh, thank you, Andy, so very much for coming along and having a chat, and also for just being a super grade A platinum quality North American correspondent. Well, thank you for kind of letting me volunteer myself and uh, just start sending <laughs> you audio from World 2019. Um, I just, I, I appreciate the opportunity. I just wanted to be able to get something from events that you two weren't going to be able to attend or weren't planning to attend and so it's been a lot of fun and thanks for the opportunity 
No, you're quite welcome. You're quite welcome, yeah. Aside from missing Jimmy, I think you're on for a pretty good end-of-year review, my friend. Well, <laughs> 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 hey, I got, I got inside dope from Jimmy. It wasn't just, uh, wasn't just well, an interview. And are you, yeah, that's you know, it. I had to corner him in an elevator. Uh, at Gen Con. <laughs> there you <did>. yeah. <laughs> that's how the pros did that's how the pros did the best part about that was he and I had just taken like a six minute walk away from the convention center to find a place where we could record where it was quieter and the whole time we were talking about like you know I'm going to ask this and I'm going to ask that and you know little bits of and then we got in there and it was just like I've, I've got all the answers to the questions let's just fire them off and I think you know, I three, three minutes I think uh, yeah minutes. it was yeah it was like you just it did sound like you just caught him in an elevator and just drilled yeah. him in the corner yeah. oh, what about House of X oh, what about the OP kit what about <laughs> we want Arsling as OP kit <laughs> <laughs> me and Troy missed it because you said you were going to put it in the store and you didn't put it in the store so, so where is our play at home kit Jimmy Jimmy where's our play at home kit <laughs> like okay well, the, uh, that swingers basic action was was essential to, True. to a lot yeah. of teams in Memphis actually absolutely yeah absolutely it was yeah <laughs> so there was rhyme and reason of course there was <laughs> alright well we're that one up there i'm sure you'll all agree what a great guest to have on with us today andy may thank you very much and we'll now move on to the next segment great thanks guys well there we are then folks as all good things must this episode of the ministry of dice has come to an end we hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it and we did yeah we did it was an absolute pleasure to have andy come and join us on this episode it was Keeping the keeping the Ministry of Dice the bars coming thick and fast in 2022. We've oh, had a grand right. total of what three this year? <laughs> Unbelievable! Yeah, three whole bars this year. Crazy times. Bars are like a music thing, aren't they? Do you have three bar intros or something? Well, you can do. Yeah, no, you can have three bar. Four bar is the most common. Yeah, uh, that's it. That's We're it. done. I don't think there's much else to say. You know, check out the YouTubes. Come join us on Twitch now and again. Make sure you free yourself up for Dice Masters versus Cancer. There's, yeah. That's it. Cool. Well, Is there anything we're missing? No, just the usual. So, ministryofdice.com. No, youtube.com forward slash the Ministry of Dice. That is go. our YouTube channel. You can find us on the Twitch where we do not only Dice Masters games, but we also every month run through a fighting fantasy book. That's right, folks. Those games that you had as a kid where you went through to choose your own adventure, we do that once a month usually uh, to um, for fun. So come join us do that. Uh, we also do another monthly vodcast just on all things TV, games, geek out. We've got retro movie reviews, random lists that we repeat ourselves. Uh, <laughs> other kind of nerdy stuff so if you like what you hear you can come and join us we talk about other stuff as well yeah there you go britroll6.com to get your dice busters versus cancer information we have a discord channel yeah come come join that if you fancy it in that once a month as well yeah yeah we do get the occasional landy appearance it's quite the event yeah i know right 
And if you swipe to the right, you can tap on this thing called Threads and it brings a whole new page up. Yes. Yeah, you've really mastered that, haven't you? Mm, kinda. Yeah. Mostly just talk nonsense. <laughs> Every day's a learning day. <laughs> right then. Well, folks, I've been Chris, otherwise known online as the True Mr. Six. And I've been Andy, a.k.a. Andy England. Indeed. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye-bye. No, I can't use that. (laughs) (laughs) Write it down and set it on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's where that belongs.